0: Welcome to Boys, a podcast within a podcast, which is the Overdue Podcast, which is a podcast about the books you've been meaning to read. My name is Craig. My name's
1: Andrew. Take me down to the paradise and city where flames. the grass
0: is green and the girls are pretty. Take me home. Yeah. Do you think if Dante knew about Guns N' Roses, he'd be into him?
1: <laughs> I can't. Where... In Dante's sort of hierarchy, would Guns N' Roses be? Okay. I feel like they would be in Purgatorio somewhere. I think Axel. Because of all the hard living and the vanity
0: and stuff. I think Axel might be in hell, but I think Slash is in Purgatory. Like he's working he would, his way up.
1: Yeah, Axel would be in hell because he kept doing the band after everybody else left and he like made everyone wait a really long time for that for one Chinese that democracy came out and it sucked
0: <laughs> slash is gonna get up to heaven though i believe oh, in slash, slash is in heaven
1: already and, well okay like,
0: buckethead is still on mount purgatory
1: i hear that not in one of the cantos that we read for this one but one of the future ones that slash actually is one of the angels who comes down and like hey dante no, don't say anything. I do know exactly what you're gonna ask, and here's the answer.
0: My God, I can't wait to get to the slash canto. And then he
1: takes like one of those double guitars with yes. the two necks, and yes. then he shreds on him. Really but it's cool.
0: heaven, and it has twelve necks. He it plays has all of And then,
1: and Dante's like, "Wow, the the sounds this guitar made were so sick that I can't describe <laughs> them to you. Sorry."
0: <laughs> Welcome to our long read project where we discuss Dante's Divine Comedy one. No, not one. Several cantos at a time. One group of cantos yes. at a time. Um, we are talking about the translation by Robert and Gene Hollander, and we are discussing cantos 10 through 18 of the Paradiso. Uh, last we left our erstwhile hero, he had entered paradise, which is essentially space heaven, and mm-hmm. he has met or he's his girlfriend, Beatrice... Has it's helped not him get clear there. how uh, <laughs> two-sided
1: their relationship <laughs> so was. But...
0: um, And yes, he talked to a bunch of glowing lights, people who lived in the moon or whatever, except maybe they didn't really live in the moon. It's like a whole thing. Um, well, and we talked about
1: how there is a there is a hierarchy up here in heaven, but it really only exists for Dante's benefit, so he can understand how some... Yes, angels are like more favored by God than others, but everybody is like, yeah, that seems like the amount of favor that I deserve (laughs) to be. Everybody's cool with it.
0: Yeah. Like the different planets that we know in our solar system correspond to different like aspects of angels and human behavior. There was a lot of discussion of free will about like which ruling sign are you? And does that mean you can do what you want or God just dictates it? And like, you know, at the end of the day, just love God and it'll be fine, I think is what yeah. we learned. <laughs> yeah, live, laugh, love. Um, So we're going it, to, It's before we started recording, Andrew, you kind of cautioned me against going sequentially through these cantos because it's like we go to three planets, we go to the sun, we go to Mars and Jupiter. That's the order of yeah. the solar system.
1: Well, and, I, and I'm not even saying let's not go sequentially, I'm just saying that we're gonna bob around. Even, maybe even more than last time. Yes, I'm having trouble thinking of these as like distinct cantos because we were already surprised in Inferno when yeah. um, when it wasn't like a canto per, per punishment rig. or like a canto yes. per ring or, or or whatever. But it's has become even more pronounced here, where it's just kind of like he's ascending, sort of, but the ascending isn't really real. Sure. And then he just keeps he keeps meeting people who just have these long conversations at him, which I think we also might have covered last time as something that the translator Robert Hollander or Robert and Jean Hollander, I'm not sure how responsible Jean is for all the footnotes at the back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah, like it, it is, it is much more just like people talking at Dante, and that's part of what makes it so radically different from the first two.
0: Yes, it, the volumes. most of what he sees is like dancing lights. Most of most of the cantos if he is like hey listener, reader rather, it's not a podcast. Hey reader, uh here's what I saw. It's like a multiple of 12 lights spiraling around me after I looked at my girlfriend and I saw God in her eyes and then I was on another planet. Like that is most of what he sees and we and is described to us with a few notable exceptions, but yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. It's a lot of force ghosts like weighing in <laughs> on how God works. Um, yeah, it's it's mysterious you, ways.
1: You referring to Dante as a podcaster makes me think of Dante as a YouTuber. Oh, no. I think that would be good. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. It's me, Dante. I'm here with my boy Virgil. We're going to talk to you about hell. Uh, this is brought to you by a Squarespace, of course. <laughs> Or no, it would be sponsored by like Wix or somebody. <laughs> like who are the YouTube advertisers? Like Wix, and that plugin that that claims to find coupon codes yes, for you, but that is one. really just harvesting all your data. Yeah.
0: Uh, also, I'm in this sick chair. Thanks, chair company, for giving me this chair in front of this Thanks, camera. Chair boys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next week, I'll be playing Fortnite. But here, we're still on Jupiter. Um, don't forget to yeah, smash Beatrice, smash Beatrice that like gonna, button.
1: Beatrice is gonna <laughs> teach us how to floss. <laughs> Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe.
0: Uh, tell, tell me if the, you think the, I'm going to get to purgatory soon. Leave it in the comments. The, or,
1: like, or the big, and it just gets millions and millions of views. Like, Dante gets slammed for how he sort of mocked the people in the in the pride circle by like stooping oh my down God, yes. under his pride and there's just this huge apology video where he says like oh i'm gonna take a break <laughs> they pulled my advertisers
0: there is okay i'm gonna bring up a quote later towards the end of this episode that is actually about cancel culture but i do think that dante would like wade into the cancel culture debate in a very bad way Oh yeah, and yeah. Drive yeah. a lot of traffic from it. Oh god. Okay, we should talk about what does or does not yeah, happen we, here. This is
1: all funny jokes, but <laughs> what's going on in the paradise?
0: He has <laughs> moved beyond Earth's shadow and into the sun. He's inside right. the sun, mm-hmm. and he. And is this is a
1: this is a geocentric. Yes yes worldview right because for a minute i was like why are we why we're moving up but we're in the sun okay it
0: all yeah it all result it all revolves around the earth um yeah it does yes and there's a like a little bit where dante talks about how good god is at making the universe like all the orbits are so good if you've ever looked up at the orbits they're so great which made me think about the fact that an asteroid almost hit us last weekend. I don't know if you read about that. but
1: woo. I didn't read about it, but thanks for telling me. Yeah, this I, is a kind of, Sometimes I enjoy not knowing.
0: I, I saw a tweet about an asteroid and thought to myself, I don't need to tell anyone about this because I don't want to know. Um, All I need to know is that Bruce Willis
1: and his team are up there yes, taking care of it. Yes, that's true. Yeah.
0: Um, and he meets uh, his girlfriend, takes him into the sun. He meets 12 bright lights, who are the souls of various wise people, uh, including, I think the headliner of this, like, space Coachella is Thomas Aquinas. I don't really know about the other guys and what they did. Uh, yeah, it's just
1: like a listing of, of prominent folks. Uh, Albert of Cologne, Gratian, who apparently helps like... The schmoops, I, t- I mentioned this last time. I'm I'm reading handy notes on schmoop.com yeah. to help me make sense of this. I did read the actual thing, I as know well, you did, of course, but uh, but schmoop just says Gratian helped develop law, which <laughs> makes it sound like he invented the concept of law. Well, uh, Peter Lombard, who is a professor of theology, uh, King Solomon,
0: sure, we're going to talk about which him. which
1: really feels like yeah, it feels like bearing the lead a little bit to have him just like dancing with all these other guys. Yes. Um, and some other people,
0: but this is all,
1: Yeah.
0: This is all coming from Thomas of Aquinas, a big theologian, a Dominican friar or something, I think. Um, and he like comes out and introduces his backup band to the rest of these guys. And that's like the whole canto. He's just like, Hey Dante, what's up? I'm going to talk to you about some stuff. Um, and Dante, we get like a little... Before Thomas Aquinas goes off, we get like a little bit of um, Dante reminding us that, oh, our earthly concerns are worthless. I'm up here. Yeah, Dante
1: just coming out of nowhere and <laughs> slamming people studying <laughs> law, philosophy, medicine, theology, and
0: politics. Yep. While I, Note set that free from writing... all these things, was high in heaven with Beatrice, thus gloriously received. <laughs> Note that writing
1: cool poems is not one of the earthly (laughs) pursuits that he says is not worth pursuing on this thing. Uh,
0: Again, we're reminded that everyone up in heaven can read Dante's mind um, before he speaks to people. This is also, I think Andrew, why this ends up being a lot of people talking at Dante than actual conversations. Remember in hell when everyone would come up to Dante and be like, Hey, please tell my story. And then Dante would like kick him in the face first. And then maybe listen to them. And then
1: you tell them about Italy for like half a canto. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And in this, he doesn't even get a chance to say anything because like Beatrice will read his mind and be like, well, shut up. This guy's going to talk to you. Or (laughs) Aquinas will just be like, hey, yeah, I know what you're thinking. Um, Let me talk to you about uh, the Dominicans and the Franciscans. Like, I need you to know this stuff, Uh, which I think. I'm not quite sure how we got here. Like, I don't really remember, or it wasn't quite clear to me why Thomas Aquinas needed to go on this riff. But it's, I guess, if it's all God's plan, Aquinas, and then in a little while, Saint Bonaventure are is going to talk about uh, Francis of Assisi and Dominic, the two like head friars of building the church of the yeah. pre-renaissance era i'm
1: i imagine the real answer to why thomas aquinas is is going off on these guys is because dante the human not da- like human the, the man, writer not the, the author yes yeah has stuff to say about them <laughs> that's
0: yes you're right and
1: about the people who follow those respective like schools of thought within christianity yeah sure um so the he, had, like, he, he has praise for how they'd start in some of their philosophy, but mm. then he eventually comes around to saying, well, now they'd suck.
0: Well, and this happens both times. I thought this was, okay, this was kind of neat. I don't really know if I even fully grasp who or what Dante is critiquing in his own era, but it's like, okay, Thomas of Aquinas comes out and he's like, hey, I'm a Dominican, but let me tell you about the guy who started the Franciscans. Uh, and then later, Bonaventure comes out, and he's like, "Hey, I'm a Franciscan. Let me tell you all about Dominic." And they like they praise the respective dude for a little while, and then they critique their own people for like falling away from whatever they set out to do,
1: yeah, like it's it's a thing where they're they're talking about how they are both valid paths, yes. And so, you know, following either one is fine as long as you're actually doing a good job of it and not <laughs> yes. doing bad like people apparently are now.
0: The big thing you need to know about Francis is that he literally married poverty. It's like a big metaphor.
1: He married poverty, but only after Jesus yeah, was done with her. earth, he which is a not. Lover,
0: he shared a lover <laughs> with Jesus after a millennia, and that lover was being poor. I need you to know this.
1: Because before... There's this, there's this moment in between where he's talking about Jesus having a wife and then <laughs> revealing that it was poverty it's where I'm like, whoa, are we talking, who are we talking about? Who Jesus marry?
0: And it's like, oh, and she waited, this episode? she waited a millennia to marry again. I'm like, whoa, who is this lady? I don't remember this part of the musical. What is this? <laughs> and he's like, but it's still talking about how she's like, oh, she,
1: she is, uh she's been married before and that's, that's one of the reasons why nobody wanted to marry her. And then the other reason is she's
0: poverty. Okay. (laughs) So then Francis goes on to be like a cool guy who leads people in like, you know, swearing off riches and material and whatever. And he like goes to a Pope and is like, let me start a monk club. And the Pope is like, cool. Sounds good. Um, but now, you know, people are straying from those examples. Um, and then we get the other guy. So this I really like when Bonaventure comes out with another like group of you know backup angels with him. And he uh, he starts and he's talking about where Dominic came from in that town, and it sounds like a wrestling introduction. In that <laughs> town was born the amorous lover of the Christian faith, the holy athlete, gentle to his own and savage to his foes and it's like goes on about how this dude was so rad that when his when he was conceived he was so holy he made his mom into a prophet like his mom had visions while she was pregnant with him cuz he was so dope uh. <laughs> and this is not this part is the the exact example isn't in the poem it's in the footnotes that i found so apparently when dominic's mother was pregnant with him she had a dream about a dog that carried a torch in its mouth and lit everything on fire. Now you uh-huh. might think that that's a bad thing, but actually the fire is the influence <laughs> that Dominic is going to have on the world when he becomes a person. And it's gonna...
1: later, those later Clifford, the big red dog <laughs> books where he, where he gets super religious and preachy. <laughs> yep, And he just lights everything on fire with a torch in his mouth. <laughs>
0: Um, so yeah, and Dominic is like super pious uh and he asks a Pope if he can go rid the world of heresy uh and it goes okay um he you know becomes canonized, and again Bonaventure then critiques his own order for like going backwards. I think it's like a mer- uh, some sort of metaphor about like the Franciscans and the Dominicans are like two wheels on a chariot. And one of the wheels is getting moldy, and so now they're like they're going backwards instead of forwards. Mm-hmm. Um, this, uh, this is like the perennial theme that we we used to see it with like popes getting shoved in holes of like the the <laughs> corrupt church and now yeah
1: it used to be that you would just put a lizard in a pope's butt or something. <laughs> but now it's,
0: now it's now it's like more oblique really winding metaphors about how the good people did a bunch of good work but you dante must bear witness to a bunch of fools and idiots. Yeah cuz
1: even this wheel yep. metaphor <laughs> is weirdly mixed because it's like a wheel but also it's made out of bread and so that's why it's moldy <laughs> around the crust or something. Am I remembering this right? This is right. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: I don't always know <laughs> how we get there. <laughs> I,
1: I hate the new Panera bread wheels. <laughs>
0: These they suck. They're bad. Tried to Um oh boy. So then I guess we talked to King Solomon for a while and this was one that I didn't quite grok. Can you help wait, me? are you
1: Are we going to talk about no. like the the weird fattening thing or is oh, that Oh
0: yes. No, hit me with the fattening thing. No,
1: they this is just so the Franciscans are the like the moldy wheel yes. thing, I believe. Correct. Talking about the uh talking the Dominicans, about yeah, yeah. Dominicans, yeah. Um it's talking about how they are like wandering too far away from the church and from Christianity and they're getting fat like big fat lambs or something.
0: Yes, because that that okay, that's where it all starts because Thomas is talking he said something in the previous canto about people getting fat and he's like, Oh, Dante, I can read your mind. Why am I talking about fat sheep let me talk and then in
1: classic classic divine comedy style has (laughs) literally an entire canto worth of stuff (laughs) that separates hey i know what you're gonna ask let me answer it and the answer to the question which is that you will be you it's it's fine to be well fed if you stay close to the shepherd and if you wander too far away and get fat on other stuff that's bad
0: yeah what you know don't get fat on junk food, you just get all your nutrients from God, is what I'm yeah. saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the fat thing and the chariot thing.
1: Yeah, so the Solomon stuff is this is this is talking about the wax, right? Yes. Like <laughs> I love Dante's
0: this, this, is, this is such a the weird red chariot and the wax. And, oh man.
1: So he Dante is, I guess, wondering. Right. Why Solomon's judgment was so dope.
0: Yeah. Like Aquinas says something along the way about how wise King Solomon was. Like he was just the wisest of any dude ever. And Dante is like, that's strange because didn't God make Jesus an Adam? How could mm-hmm. Solomon be so cool?
1: Yeah. Like those were the only two perfect guys <laughs>
0: and yet, true. they were the only two they were gonna make a calendar out of perfect guys and they could only put two months they in only it. got
1: to february yeah <laughs> um so yeah he's talking he's asking about how solomon's wisdom can be greater than theirs i
0: guess or as great or something or as you know. great yeah
1: um and so the like what what we eventually get around to right is that like God came to Solomon in a dream and Solomon had the wisdom to ask for good judgment rather than like asking for something material or something more concrete. And in, so that was part of his In a way, reward. he asked
0: for more wishes if you think about it. He did
1: it. ask for a little bit. He asked for something that would continue to to pay out as opposed to like a, a one time <laughs> yes. sort of thing. Yes. Um but it. Before we get there, we talk all about the way God makes stuff, and it's basically God's got this light, right? Or He is light, or He's making stuff out of light. Yep, light's involved. Yep, and it's and it, to get all the way down to Earth, it's like it gets reflected back and forth between all these mirrors. Yeah, and so inevitably and and this is where the wax comes in like inevitably when you're making wax if you're making wax and you've got like a shaky hand you're not going to do the wax 100% right uh-huh. that's true correct yes yeah <laughs> and so so that's how that's how come god can make stuff that's not perfect well well is that it's yes yeah, keep keep yeah, yeah keep going because this is this is a confusing I think I mean the whole thing.
0: Is, well, when, when in terms really of something. making people and this, some of this was discussed in the previous the cantos we read for the previous episode, though I don't think that we got into it necessarily, that like because I remember this mirror metaphor from last time. Um God the only two humans that God made were Jesus and Adam. And then the rest of them were made like by the angels that he put at all of these planets and also nature and like nature is a thing that can make stuff so like there's there's like a little bit of it's like when you encode an mp3 too many times and like the audio <laughs> quality dips but like only a little bit each time but if you get to all the way to the end like you can tell it's different from the master recording.
1: Yeah, let me read just a few snippets from this passage that I think are the most relevant. Um, this is, is this Beatrice talking to Dante? I, you lose track of who's talking to Yeah, it's to either him. Beatrice
0: or King Solomon. I don't remember.
1: That which does not die and that which must are nothing but a bright reflection of that idea which our Lord in loving brings to birth. For that living light which so streams forth from its shining source that it neither parts from it nor from the love that is enthrined with them of its own goodness gathers its own shining as though it were a mirror in nine subsistences and yet eternally endures as one from that height light descends to the lowest elements passing down from act to act becoming such that it produces nothing more than brief contingencies. Uh, By these contingent things I mean things generated with seed or without, produced by the movements of the heavens, their wax, and that which molds it very so, that beneath the idea's imprint light shines in varying degrees. And so it happens that trees of the very same kind bear fruit, some of it better and some of it worse, and that you are born with differing talents. If the wax were perfectly prepared in the heaven at the height of its power, in all its brightness would be the would the seal be seen, but nature always fashions it defective, working like the craftsman who, to the practice of his craft, brings an unsteady hand. Uh, however, if the clear vision of the primal power is moved by burning love and makes of that its seal, then all perfection is attained in it. In that way was the dust made, ready to receive once perfection in a living creature. In that way was the virgin made to be with the child. So it is talking about like God has a couple of times gotten up (laughs) off his butt and done and like done it perfect yes correct but normally it's like this whole like reflected wax thing where even though they're all working off the same pattern you get slight variations in nature yes and that's why some things are better than others it's just why things are different
0: and and the things the the people that get to go to heaven are the people who honor the plan the best and, like, get back to the direction they were supposed to be in and don't, you know, fall in temptation or whatever it might be, I guess. Yeah. Um. So then, okay, that that's how cool King Solomon is because he's he understands that. There's, like, a little bit about Dante is like, hey, King Solomon, like, when we get our bodies back on the Judgment Day, are our bodies going to be okay? Because y'all are made of, like, super sick light. <laughs> yeah. And, like, can our bodies handle all of that light? Which I guess is like, that's the next step of what you just said, which is, okay, if light has infused all of our stuff, and God is light, and when we're up in heaven, there's all this beautiful light, um, when on Judgment Day, our souls are reunited with our flesh forms for whatever reason, um, can we handle it? And King Solomon is just like, yeah, I mean, we'll level up, and our organs will be able to take it. (laughs) Well,
1: then everybody else who's with Solomon is like, yeah,
0: (laughs) so horny to get my body back. Can't wait to be broken my body in my blinding body. Um, And that's about that. Like that part just ends and it's like a little meditation on how God works and how it's going to be cool when he decides we can move to the next station.
1: Yeah. Maybe people more steeped in theology than me know the answer to this. But as a, like going to church as a kid, like one of my very first questions about heaven was like, who like what version of you is up there yeah 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 yeah. is it like like if like if i'm 15 isn't my 15 year old self if i am like 80 isn't my 80 year old self or do i get like a character customization engine (laughs) where i get to kind of pick and choose like oh i want my 25 year old knees but like my 33 year old like temples because you get like a little dusting of salt and pepper and it looks distinguished, you know?
0: Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Oh, I know exactly what you mean. Do I want my 33-year-old beard with my 18-year-old biceps? Like that's... You know, sure. It's an
1: interesting. You had really good biceps when you're eighteen. I
0: actually did. I had pretty good <laughs> biceps at the end of high school because I had been a drum major all fall. So I, oh, yeah, I yeah. had, I had some, some good arms that I let waste away. Um, yeah, I mean,
1: I don't think I ever was in better shape than the second summer that I worked at the chip factory. Hey, man, third shifts because. I actually like tried that summer and I worked all the overtime and stuff that was available to me. Yep.
0: Yep. I know. I know what so it I is. So I would do
1: like that body, but everything else from different. like right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. And so in this version, it's mostly like in heaven, it's a bunch of lights that can like Dante can just know who they are, but he doesn't like see people. It's not like in hell when people were like the tortured versions of themselves, like they were trapped in a crappy corporeal, pain feeling body. um whereas up here it just seems like everybody's just beings of light, and then he well, rec- you
1: get to be reunited with like your perfect body, which yes. I guess I don't know if it's in cold storage or where this where it is right now but <laughs> <laughs> um
0: so so after they hang out with Solomon in an instant, he is like transported. Maybe not an instant. He, he's transported to Mars. It gets redder and redder as he approaches, um, and it's, like, the place where all of God's warriors hang out. There's a lot about, like, a big cross in the sky that all the it's lights... It's, like,
1: supposed to be the cross, right?
0: Yeah, that the lights, like, dance around all the millions of God's soldiers who are up there, presumably, I guess, people who died in the Crusades, which that is it an interpretation of the crusades for sure uh, let's say do you think
1: jesus is like do we have to do we have to have that thing hanging up
0: <laughs> listen jesus i spent i let a lot of people die for that i'm going to put this up on the wall okay yeah, dad yeah but
1: just like can we what if we put it in the
0: garage <laughs> <laughs> we've company coming over can we just take <laughs> that down for like a weekend <laughs> so we get to Mars and we meet uh Dante's great great Jeep Kach- what is his name? Guida, Cacha like uh Cacheguida Guida. Yeah. Um and he steps forward very excited to talk to one of his blood. Um oh bow of this, my tree This guy loves blood. Let's get that yeah pointed out right
1: off the jump he's
0: a guy right like i have issues with this dude
1: <laughs> but katia guida is our you know every every episode of hellboys has our typical you know the segment where we check in on florence you know, uh-huh. it's doing um i don't know what's the segment called think about a name i don't know four
0: to the florence
1: is what i'm calling it Okay, sure. Four to the Florence. Yep.
0: <laughs> Listen to that. <laughs> Let beat the drop. bodies
1: hit the Florence. <laughs> <Let> the...
0: <laughs> well, in wait, in Corteguilla's in time, and the
1: machine. Yeah. Sure.
0: In well, yeah, in Corteguilla's time, no bodies hit the Florence because it was very peaceful. Um, and, you know, men wore simple leather and bone and ladies did not paint their faces.
1: Yeah, 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 You yeah. know,
0: um, no one got into stupid fights. We all just hung out around Mount Mario and we were just having a good time in Florence. Um, and he then like left Florence later and was martyred in the second crusade. And so you know he had he had a life um, a life
1: and then and then after he talks about that i mean i feel like Kachi Aguida is sort of the racist uncle at thanksgiving a little bit he because is, he starts mm, he starts off like Okay, this could go a bad way, but it's still like eh, it's still fine for now, I guess.
0: Yeah, he's saying stuff that you've heard before and is like, man, I don't need to hear that right now, but
1: Yeah, and it's just like it it is a it's a pining for the good old days, which so far seems mostly harmless. Yes. But
0: At the top of the next canto, Dante even checks himself. He goes, Oh, insignificant nobility of blood, if you make us glory in you here below where our affections are ephemeral, I will not ever think it strange. For there, where appetite is never warped, and I mean the heavens themselves, I gloried in you too. You are indeed a cloak that quickly shrinks, so that if we do not add to it day by day, time trims the edges with its shears." I just like really like that passage where Dante's like, "Yeah, I was in heaven and I made my I met my great great grandpa, and it was really cool." And then I caught myself thinking, "What? I'm in heaven? Do we should we care about our great great grandpas anymore?" (laughs) Maybe maybe ancestry is just like a cloak that we keep trying to add to, but moths eat away at it. Mm -hmm. Am I high? Like Dante's Mm -hmm. having a good time, and then and then. The, the Thanksgiving dinner
1: takes a turn. Yeah, and then Guida has one too many glasses of red wine, <laughs> and things just go south
0: quick. And he just starts going off about how Florence would have been better if not for all the people that like invaded his town. Um, what does he say? How much it would, how much better it would be had those cities which I name remained but neighbors had you kept your borders at Galuzo and Trispano. Um Intermingling of peoples has ever been the source of all cities' ills, as eating in excess is to the body, says Cachaguida.
1: Now, if you want to... We do not, in any case,
0: have to hand it to Katja Guido. No, no,
1: no, (laughs) no, no. no, no. I'm not trying to (laughs) hand it to him. I'm trying to say...
0: Yes, yes, yes.
1: If you want to take, like, the maximally charitable Mm -hmm. view of this position... We are in heaven after all, yes, of course. I think he is is talking just as much about, like, races mixing as he is talking about Florence... Consuming more
0: territory.
1: Yes, I feel like we talked. Yes. Did we talk? Was this part of Hellboy's or some other episode? Might have been the Prince. We talking, actually,
0: the Prince. Yeah, yeah, we were
1: talking about like the state of Italy around and a little bit after this time, as a bunch of like little city states, basically, kind of warring amongst each other and coming up with temporary alliances and 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 doing all this stuff. And so you know, maybe, 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 Cassio Guida has like a critique of imperialism or something that he's trying to make, or, but or, I don't.
0: Or, or making the and this this is where you're like you make a case for social utility, but it happens to dovetail with with racist with racism, where you say, well, we just we can't feed everyone who comes into our city; it's just not possible. So, yeah. so they I, I stay completely,
1: out. yeah, I completely buy that. Maybe the talking about territory is a way of trying to like backfill and yes, <laughs> provide sort of an intellectual <laughs> scaffolding for Cachiaguida's deeply racist uh-huh. beliefs. Yeah, but,
0: there's a, there's a footnote from Hollander where he talks about um, referring to the quote unmixed Roman and pure blood of the original inhabitants of the peninsula. And so I imagine, especially as as other parts in this poem have both glorified and, I guess, torn down some of the the folks of the early Roman Empire, like, there is, I I would think there's some pride to say, well, we've been here since Caesar was here, yada yada stuff. Um, Which, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that was a, and there's a, I think conception that, or, or, a, or a read of history that's like as as rome got bigger that's what helped lead to its its downfall it just took taken too much in so yes. maybe that's that's sort of what's going on here yeah, too yeah. but
0: um so then then the next like conversation with cacha guida after after he gets drunk and starts talking about people he doesn't like he then grabs dante by the cows and is like listen your life's gonna suck well no Dante grabs him and he's like hey grandpa somebody
1: told me Virgil told me my life was gonna suck yes you know what's up with Do you that. you
0: know what's up
1: you seem approachable and <laughs> can, can I ask you
0: what's up and there's this interesting a moment I did like as we get into this conversation is he like goes to ask a question and then kind of stops himself because he knows that angels can read his thoughts and either Beatrice or Cachagueta are like hey buddy talk it out it's helpful to talk through your questions even though we can definitely read your mind which is yeah
1: it's a cool i mean
0: i liked it i liked it as a like um it has practical implications for if you're like encouraging someone to engage in like active prayer or or talk through a problem or something like i could see that being of a piece with Dante's, like, religion and religious practice.
1: Well, if people are reading my thoughts, that is like them reading the first draft of the thing that I eventually plan to say. (laughs) And, yeah, there are a lot of circumstances under which that, benefits from some editing and like saying something out loud is like well no that's not the that's not the way
0: it it also helps you the speaker know what you actually want from the person you're talking to as Mm -hmm. opposed to just all the thoughts that are just bubbling around in your head
1: well yeah like obviously uh, maybe Dante at this point like he doesn't talk about it but maybe he is tired of getting all of the extraneous information that comes with the answers to these questions that he's thinking (laughs) that's true but I don't know. Um, I'm not Dante.
0: So then uh, Grandpa Cachagueta t- talks about how he can see, like, multiple futures, contingencies is the word that Hollander has chosen, um, and then he decides to prophesy Dante's exile, which, according to the footnote, the the passage where... Kachigwita talks about what's going to happen to Dante in this canto is the exact length of every other prophecy about Dante added up. So, uh. like all the other people that Dante has talked to who have been like, hey, ch- look out. uh If you add all of those lines together, it's either uh, D- Hollander claims it's exactly the same. Who knows? Um, but I mean, he seems like he was like he would know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that, it, he like argues that that is a way for for Dante, the poet to be like, this is my canonical prophecy, which, of course, he was writing this after these things had happened to him. So he's just right. kind of inserting this to make himself feel good. What's going to happen to Dante, Andrew?
1: Um, what is gonna happen to Dante? Like bad stuff. Yes. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he I mean the main thing is he gets exiled, right?
0: Yeah, he's gonna get exiled. He's somebody will help you, but from
1: Florence, the city that he loves and hates (laughs) so much.
0: He's gonna taste bread with salt in it, which is good. Apparently both maybe a metaphor for like, you know, being salty and Hmm. apparently in Florence they don't make they don't put salt in their bread. Or at least didn't. So you
1: gotta. I mean, the first place I ever, um, experienced somebody just like grinding some salt on top of a pizza before I had it mm. was when we were in Italy. And now I do that all the time because it's tasty as heck.
0: Hmm. Yeah. That's, so maybe that's maybe, Florence's problem.
1: Yeah. Maybe Costia Guida is wrong about a lot of things.
0: I would not go to his pizzeria. No.
1: But yeah, it's like Dante gets exiled, but doesn't he basically end up saying even though people now can't handle the truths that you're laying down history will remember you kindly
0: you will outlive your punishment do not be a timid friend to truth i think is what he says he then also i don't i this is i'm putting this one on hollander um after he's done talking, he says, after the Holy Soul, by falling silent, showed that he had done with putting the woof into the web for which I had set the warp. I don't know what that means. What is putting the woof into the web, and what is setting the warp? Isn't this all, like, weaving stuff? Is it? Weaving
1: words, yeah, isn't it?
0: It must be. It's a lot of Ws. (laughs) I just wrote I think it's weaving. I just I'm wrote um what next to putting the woof? Um what are you going to do? Yeah,
1: you put the woof.
0: And I just you I know. so I just love that in order to strengthen the case that Dante is going to live forever as a cool poet, he put his racist grandpa into heaven so that he could talk to him. It's just more more of Dante being Dante. I
1: love Dante being Dante. Where's my one? I did make one. Uh, I just, the note I made is Dante with two exclamation points. <laughs> <laughs> where he says, This is earlier than where we are in our conversation. Um, As embers leap to flame on a puff of wind, I watch that light become resplendent at my respectful and persuasive words. <laughs> so this is him talking to somebody like he praises he praises somebody and then the, the 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 thing that he's talking to is like dang those are some good words <laughs>
0: i guess I he does it. he does balance that out though with i think it's either solomon or cachiguita who like starts talking to him and he's like okay fine i'll dumb it down for your mortal brain you idiot like i yeah. i said a bunch of cool stuff you can't understand
1: yeah, and there there are several times like it's often when he's looking at Beatrice and then sometimes when he's just looking at the light of all these like things dancing where he cuts out and says, "Well, I can't I can't do this justice with my words, so I'm not going to try."
0: Yes. Um the last canto for us to talk about 18, he goes to Jupiter. There's lots of lights, they spell out stuff in the sky, some stuff in Latin. It's it's something about loving justice what does it mean? It's, it's like if you
1: if you're judging love justice, if you're judging the earth or something. Yes,
0: yes, 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 yes. Jupiter, the bringer of justice Um, and is about like, I don't know. Dante goes on a screed at the end where he is like, hey, justice, make sure you take care of all those dirty popes down on the earth causing trouble. Dirty popes. Um. Yeah, that's this canto kind of blew by it's like very quick um there's something in yeah the
1: the imagery of what is like lights spelling latin out in the <laughs> sky is very evocative yeah. but that's kind of all that stuck with me from it too. yes um
0: i did because just...
1: more like it's another thing where it's just like another list of of names
0: yeah because there's uh or of
1: or is is it names or is it even just like Descriptions of people who we would know if we were alive at the time, but we don't know because we
0: aren't. It's a mix. It's a mix of both. According to, if I recall the footnote, um, Kachaguita shows up and he's like, check out these non- nine bright stars that I brought here. And one of them's Joshua and one of them's Charlemagne. And you should probably know the rest of them. And according to the footnote, it's like a mix of a of a thing that was already in scholarship. And Dante updated it to like include his... The X Men that he liked more, I guess. Like, I don't really know. Um, and I just had a thought during all of that light. Like, what if, uh oh, what if heaven instead was just a cave? Like, what if it was dark up there? Why is it gotta be so full of light? Like, what if we just picked a different metaphor and it was just an inky dark cave where you couldn't see anything and that was cool? What if that was the virtue that we had chosen as a society instead? I don't think know. Think about living it.
1: Living in caves. I mean, it was probably because living in caves seems scary. <laughs> up, and that light and being able to see things seems good. Yeah,
0: that's the whole thing, right? It's the whole like if it's if it's night out and I can't see the lion, I'm scared, so God is the sun and sure. fire keeps yeah. me safe. Uh-huh. That's what I got.
1: I don't I don't think it's actually as confusing as you <laughs> you're making it out to be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just was just wondering what if the metaphor were different is all I read nine I'd, straight cantos of dancing lights and was just sure, wondering. I guess
1: I get your cosmic fan fiction. Yeah, but I think it is the, the metaphor is the way it is for a pre editor What if Slash
0: had built his own heaven and it was just full of darkness and guitars? Mm. Think about that.
1: That's a good good point.
0: At least I would have a better frame reference for what any of this music must sound like because mm. it is definitely not any music I've ever heard, I think. <laughs> okay. That's the Hellboys we have this week. Are we week. done? Did we do I it? I think so. We made it. We made it to Jupiter. I don't know what's going to happen next, Whether what other billboards are going to be in the sky. Um, But if you, the listener, have ideas for what band should be in heaven or purgatory or hell, you can write us at OverduePod at gmail.com. Andrew, tell him what's up.
1: Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs>
0: What were? You, what are you going to do with I, that anger? How what are you, you going to channel that anger?
1: I'm going to go to heaven <laughs> with it, and I'm going <laughs> to just keep rising higher and higher and become progressively less able to explain what anything sounds like or looks like.
0: Oh, yes, yes. I think, yeah, me, we maybe should have done a running count of how many times in Paradiso Dante just goes, you know, words can't describe what I saw. <laughs>
1: It's a poor craftsman <laughs> who blames his tools, is what I
0: say about that, Dante. Andrew, what is Hellboys? What are we here to do?
1: Hellboys is a show within a show where we talk about Dante's divine comedy a few cantos at a time. We did The Inferno, everybody loved it. We did purgatorio people were like yeah i'm stuck here waiting i can listen to this this is good (laughs) and then we ascended to heaven in paradiso and i kind of lost the plot a little bit yeah
0: the plot (laughs) the plot done gone maybe like maybe the plot done gone um because he's up here and like i'm not sure what the conflict is we'll talk about that i guess he's been up in space i don't know if you knew this if you're just tuning in but heaven is space heaven is our solar system
1: i thought that uh ooh heaven was a place on earth
0: ooh baby i love your ways of saying (laughs) that (laughs) what if god was one of us huh what if god
1: was one of us wouldn't that be something
0: i take the bus too um is what he would say (laughs) or she or they I don't know what mm. God is. Um, maybe we'll find out. But um, so we are in what Cantos 18, 19 to twenty-seven. We are a pretty far ways into the several spheres of heaven. Um, but this is the this is the series of Cantos where I believe we do get to
1: seventh heaven.
0: <laughs> we literally get to seventh heaven. Great show. Yes. Uh uh-huh, mm. huh. Uh um, huh. And last time. What the quick hits that I have are we met some, we met the the origin dudes of the we met Dominic and Francis we met the Dominicans and the Franciscans, yeah, you know, um, we got to
1: hear all about how they were both good, sort of you know perfectly valid interpretations of Christianity, and then they became corrupted over time essentially which is which is a theme that we're going to return to again and again and again again these cantos
0: everyone up in heaven is so mad about how the church is going down on earth (laughs) (laughs) they're all you'd think you'd just get to go to heaven and be like chill
1: well i've got i guess i have questions so there there are some um discussions about the nature of faith in these cantos yes. and about like the nature of God's creation and why he, he or she or they cannot seem to keep their dang house in order. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about that in a little bit, Yep. <laughs> but yeah, that, that kind of sets a, sets a tone for this whole like middle part of this book. And I think last time we got to uh canto 18 and we, we, mention you know this one seems kind of like a bit of a hanging chad if you want i want to introduce a a topical metaphor it seems like a it's a it's a thing that introduces this next section
0: yeah the supreme we didn't have a lot to talk about the supremest of courts god ruled that these hanging chads were here to stay Mm -hmm. Uh, Uh, so what,
1: what is happening in the end of Canto 18 is that a bunch of souls are coming together to form this (laughs) rad eagle. Yes. Which leads to.
0: Go, go power saviors. uh,
1: Which leads to a conversation about uh, Roman imagery because the eagle featured prominently in that, which of course leads to talking about how the church. Is there and how the church is bad now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we get to Canto 19. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that's where we get the first of Dante going. And what I now must tell, no voice has ever uttered, nor ink ever wrote, nor was it ever seen <sighs> in fantasy with a Ph. a Phillies fan. Um, <laughs> and so he talks about how all of these shining souls have formed into a giant eagle. And how it's speaking with one giant Voltron voice.
1: For I saw and heard it was the beak that spoke, sounding with its voice the words for I and my, when in conception it meant we and our.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and he's impressed because it's a giant <laughs> space eagle. It's a giant eagle like the grocery store. Yes. Um, and I think that, what's the first thing? I hope s-
1: in a f- I hope in a future canto we meet the big bear. Where what and a, the food lion? I, where's the food lion in heaven?
0: I think the piggly wiggly is in hell. <laughs> um, then we we start talking about like I don't even know how we get into it because this thing happens a lot where Dante says like, and I was thinking something, and then the the holy creature read my thoughts and started talking.
1: Yeah, right. Like Dante frequently comes to these beings that he meets with a question and often he doesn't actually have to put it into words because we're in heaven and everybody can read minds. Yes.
0: Um, And immediately the eagle is talking about how God um, did not imprint his power so deep throughout the universe that his word would not with infinite excess surpass his making. So like God left a little in the can when he made the universe... (laughs) <laughs> which i guess is what allows the universe to like have bad in it,
1: right? Right. Yeah, like they they talk about how lucifer fell like almost instantly because god's creation so <laughs> is it that god's creation doesn't contain all of his goodness or that it couldn't contain all of its goodness? Because i came away from this sort of thinking maybe god can't make a burrito so hot that it would burn his hands, you know? <laughs> Maybe that answers the question. I
0: think what the eagle would say is we don't get to know. But I agree with you, Andrew. I think the eagle would say we don't get to know the answer to that question ever because we're not God.
1: Yeah, cuz the the eagle talks about like Dante has these questions about um what 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 happens? He starts like picking out individual
0: souls. Well, he's basically who, like what if a dude who just lived on this other river and never heard of Christ. And he's just the best dude you, you yeah, love. Yeah, he's like him. the goodest dude who ever existed. Yeah. What if he lived his whole life? Does he have to go to like hell? And the eagle's like, yes,
1: he does. <laughs> yes, he does. And it is just, and only God knows why. Uh-huh. But that's
0: fine. Well, and he also makes an argument that like the goodness in that dude does not bring the dude closer to God. The goodness in the dude is evidence of God, which is a really messed up distinction that really damns that dude to
1: hell. (laughs) Yeah. And if you want to, so if you want to keep being sort of bewildered by the Calvin ball of heaven, you (laughs) transition into Canto 20 where uh, Dante starts to, so the Canto actually starts with this... um, comparison that i kind of like when he who floods the whole world with his light sinks steadily from sight within our hemisphere until the day is spent on every side the sky lit up before by him alone suddenly sparkles with a multitude of lights which all reflect a single one so just as the sun goes down and you can see the stars this giant eagle stops talking and you can once again sort of make out the individual souls that compose it Ooh. um so dante starts to pick out individual folks who make up this eagle and he picks out in it several people who really shouldn't be here because they <laughs> did predate christianity yep. or they were like no non-christians of some kind correct um including like the emperor trajan and a character from the aeneid
0: the, yeah and, and he's i mean yeah. he's the one where like ripheus i think is his name ripheus mm-hmm. Something like that. Um, And there's like a little bit about how God gave him a premonition of the salvation to come. And so he just became a Christian on the spot, I
1: guess. Right. It was like (laughs) 3,000 years before Christ actually happened, but because he was given, God gave him a premonition of Christianity he was able to convert like well before the religion. That's some
0: existed. like doctor who stuff.
1: There's some doctor who stuff. And then there are also a couple where like Trajan, I think, uh, just did, said, you know, it, it, just, it just said, you know, he was on the right track. So God gave him another chance. His, it's, it's basically it just as this, like super good dude could exist and not get into heaven. And it would be just because God said, so like some of these people who should not have been able to get into heaven, for a lot of the, the you know the same reasons that we outlined in the inferno like pretty much everybody who predates christianity just gets to live in one of the less bad circles of yes. hell because they didn't get a chance to do anything else if god decides okay uh you get a mulligan on this one you individual person <laughs> and and then that's fine because uh, god said
0: and what does what does the eagle say uh and you mortals find some restraint in making judgments for we who gaze on god have yet to know all who all those who are elect um and to us this very lack is sweet because in this good is our good perfected for that which god wills we will too so the eagle's like listen dude i don't even know who's coming up here Like, we can't just be sitting here whining about who gets to come in or not because, like, none of us get to make that call. We just get to be up here, like, taking inventory of who made it and trying to learn something about (laughs) the lot. I mean, this is after the eagle has ranted about a bunch of bad kings, which a lot of people like to rant about bad kings in heaven. Um, It's at the end of the previous canto. There's actually one of those. It's Dante's second acrostic In the Divine Comedy. Oh boy. Um, There's a series of cantos that each begin with L and then like the V or U equivalent and then E, which apparently is like the word for plague. So there's just like nine, there's like nine tercets that are just kings who are a plague on (sighs) God's creation. Um,
1: I feel like there's a, there must be a 24 hour cable news network up here in heaven that is (laughs) very. Very anti-Earth, <laughs> and all the angels watch it all the time.
0: Yeah, they would, right? Do you think there are any flat-Earth angels? Because hmm. the Earth is hmm. not flat in this book. We've talked about it. Yes, right. We have talked about it. Hmm. <clears throat> I would go see. I mean, a mean, heaven, band heaven called- is essentially
1: flat. The only reason heaven has a shape is because sure Dante's here, and that's that's a metaphor he can use to understand it.
0: Yes, we have talked about how heaven is just like a matrix, specially built for Dante's comprehension. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Is that which ones is the Merovingian? It's my favorite Man, matrix character.
1: Don't make don't make me remember things about the matrix. <laughs> That's unfair.
0: Welcome to your purgatory. Um. God. <laughs> so we after the after the eagles, like you know, just be and because you can't know, you might want to be good just in case it all works. <laughs> and then he his eyes glow like a giant robot and then he pieces um then we get to, we start going to Saturn Andrew uh-huh and um my we get some we get some
1: classic some Grilka Beatrice some classic Beatrice stuff if i She was not smiling. If I smiled, she said, you would become what Semele became when she was turned to ashes for my beauty, which you've seen flame up more brilliantly. The higher we ascend, the stairs of this eternal palace is so resplendent. Were it not tempered, it is blazing. Your mortal powers would be like tree limbs rent and scorched by lightning. I'm so hot.
0: You can't even look at me, Dante. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yup.
0: That's right. That's what you get for pinning all your holy hopes on this lady.
1: Dante's such a scrub, man, sometimes. scrub know, league. Yeah, he's a mess. Isn't that song No Scrubs was
0: about Dante? Can't prove that it wasn't. <laughs> uh, so then what happens? He sees Jacob's Ladder, which is real, I guess. It's a real <laughs> ladder in space.
1: rose such a ladder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. And some birds appear. I don't know. Apparently the birds mean something. But there are birds on the ladder. They fly around. Then some of them leave. I don't think he talks to any of the birds. Before- Why would birds need a ladder? No, they don't use the... They're just like... They're They're just on it? They're space... Okay. Um, <laughs> I saw descending on its rung so many splendors that I thought that every light shining in the heavens was pouring down. And as following their normal instinct, rooks rise up together at the break of day. Oh, okay. There weren't actual birds.
1: Okay, they're metaphorical Man. words, Craig. Dante, Man. you got a me book again.
0: <laughs> All I do is read books, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the the thing that he learns up here is it's really quiet. There's no, like, every time he's gone up into one of these parts of space, there's been, like, a lot of singing and noise. Yeah, right. And it's quiet up here. And the one soul he talks to is like your hearing is as mortal as your sight thus here there is no song for the very reason Beatrice has not smiled <laughs> like you can't you can't handle and it would it would roast you yes it would burn you to ash um who do we meet up here Peter Damien
1: yeah he's a and, guy um angry about guy, the his main his main thing get this Craig his main thing <laughs> is that he thinks the old popes were great mm. but that the new popes are bad <laughs> Have you heard this one? I don't know you if heard I've about heard this? that one before. you heard before. about these popes?
0: <laughs> it is really crystallizing how Dante wrote a whole story. He, okay, Dante's life got flipped turned upside down, and then he wrote a whole story where he had to go to heaven to find people who agreed with him about the situation on Earth. <laughs> um, Yeah, he gets really upset, and then... Uh, all of the flickering flames descend, spinning from rung to rung at every turn more lovely. They thronged around Peter Damien and then stopped and raised a cry so loud that nothing here could be compared to it, nor could I make it out. So did its thunder overwhelm me. So I get all of them shout him down and he blacks out as he is wont to do. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like then when he wakes up, I think that's is that when like Beatrice is like his mama bird? Yeah, Beatrice is kind of, of coddling
1: him a little bit. She, like a mother, quick and comforting her son when he is pale and out of breath, with a voice that often calmed him in the past, said, Don't you understand you are in heaven? Don't you understand that all of heaven is holy, that all things done here spring from righteous zeal? It should be clear to you just how their song, and then my smile, would have confused you since you were so startled by their
0: cry. Hmm. Don't you know that you can't hang Dante? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you get it? Don't you know? Uh and then what happens next? Is this when the 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 march of heaven happens? Well, so this is I mean my this the
1: main thing that happens in this canto is sort of he meets uh Saint Benedictine.
0: Oh, it's this section. Okay, okay, okay. Who uh also says
1: who also <laughs> complains about the current state of his movement on earth.
0: Oh, he's the one who complains that no one on earth is trying to climb the ladder. He's like, yo, God built this ladder and no one's using it, is what he says.
1: The flesh of mortals is so weak and dissolute that good beginnings go astray down there, undone before the newly planted oak can bring forth acorns. Peter started his community with neither gold nor silver, and I mine with fasting and with prayer... While Francis, with humility, established his. If you consider where each started out, and then consider how far it now has strayed, you shall see how dark its white has turned.
0: Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think
1: I could be misremembering because it's been a while. But I think Francis might be one of the people we talked to. Yes,
0: in the previous earlier section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, We also met like Thomas Aquinas back there, I think. Um, But yeah, this is like another. (laughs) Hey. The church is bad now. It was a lot better when we were down there. Um, which I wonder what the hit rate of people getting into heaven is now. Like, is it lower than it used to be?
1: Well, I mean, the, the a major plot point on, toward the end of the show, The Good Place, is that the rules had gotten so out of date that nobody could get into the the good place anymore. And so they had to rethink the system. And so I don't know if that's happening in heaven also (laughs) or not. It seems like there's only really the one rule in heaven, which is you got to have faith in God,
0: Christ and whatever. I love that song. mm. Gotta have
1: faith. Yeah, no, that's what
0: it's about. It's it's explicitly a Christian song. Um, So then... Okay, that's all that one he he starts climbing the ladder and he has his like pale blue dot moment is what i I made a note of.
1: I don't know what that
0: means. It's the okay, pale blue dot is that Carl Sagan video that people share whenever they're like sad about the world ending, and it's like. Remember, you're just on a pale blue dot in the middle of the universe, and that's like that shouldn't be a scary thing. It should be a thing that gives you uh, awe. Okay, I'm um, not sure. And so it's I've-
1: like how every graduation, this is water, goes up and gets DMCA'd all over <laughs> yes, again. It's like that,
0: okay. and, it, and and it reminded me of the of when you read about like astronauts going to space and they like look at Earth and are like, whoa, the Earth. And they have like some sort of cosmic experience um, that is definitely not like an alien getting inside them. And it's like about how they feel about the planet Earth. Um, and Dante, I think he has like a, a bit where he's like, man, I've been through a lot of heaven. That's impressive. And Earth is certainly a place that I'm from. Um, but instead of like waxing poetic about it, he's like, man, it kind of sucks down there. I'm going to look at Beatrice some more. And, like, keep going up this ladder.
1: Only if she doesn't smile. (laughs) Only
0: if she doesn't smile. Um, And so then we're in the eighth sphere, which is, like, it's not a planet. It's the starry sphere where virtues live or something.
1: Beatrice said, Behold the hosts of Christ in Triumph and all the fruit gathered from the wheeling of these spheres. Okay. It seems to me her face was all aflame, her eyes so full of gladness that I must leave that moment undescribed. Classic Dante. <laughs> Classic
0: Dante. <laughs> I can't tell you what I saw. Um. So just kind
1: of observing the totality of, of what he's seen so far and what he's seeing up here, I think, yes, is, the, is the deal. I think so. I think this seems... Like, it might be closer to the, like, true flat nature of heaven, right? If he's just looking around and taking everything all in. I, I don't know that that's the intention or not.
0: I don't but. know if that is. It's like he's like he's on the ladder looking down. Yeah, well, because he's seeing, like, a flat solar system in a way, Right. I
1: saw above the many thousand lamps, a sun that kindled each and every one as ours lights up the sights we see above us. And through that living light poured down a shining substance. It blazed so bright into my eyes that I could not sustain it. And that's Christ. That's Jesus. Jesus showed (laughs) You do in the sense that, you know, we, as heaven was described to us earlier, it is all flat. And then like God and Jesus and whatever is like up above it all. Mm -hmm. And so, we are seeing that basic structure reflected here now that Dante maybe has seen enough to, it seems like they're trying to do the like frog boiling thing, except for (laughs) Dante in heaven. Like they're just trying to not overwhelm him all at once and kind of acclimate him to it slowly because that's the only way he's going to be able to remember or absorb anything at all.
0: Yeah. And they seem there's more and more references especially in these latter cantos of people being like Dante, like you need to remember this and write about it. Um, or Dante is thinking about how he's going to convey it when he gets back, even more so than when he was in hell and he was like cutting deals where he's like, listen, I'll put you in my book. If you tell me what's up, <laughs> like this is more of like people from God are being like, listen, idiot, you need to remember this so that people will listen. Um
1: Well, nobody, nobody up here is telling him to take any message back to any specific person on earth, which happened pretty frequently in um, Inferno and and Purgatorio and Inferno because people just sometimes wanted an update on what was going on (laughs) or they wanted to let their loved ones know what was up. And then in uh, Purgatorio, because if people donate to your GoFundMe in (laughs) with prayers, go pray me. Then you get up into heaven faster. Uh,
0: uh, uh, uh. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: So, yeah, so. And so my pen skips and I do not write it for our imagination is too crude as is our speech to paint the subtler colors of the folds of bliss. (laughs) Uh,
0: So Beatrice is like, yo, you're seeing Christ sort of he's here Um, and obviously it overwhelms you. Um, and then she says open your eyes and see me as i am the things that you have witnessed have given you the strength to bear my smile so she finally smiles at him uh of her own volition not because he asked see, this,
1: her to this backs up my frog boiling
0: yes and metaphor and I, I was reading a little commentary on this of just that like the trials and tribulations of going through heaven have made him have prepared him to like learn more about his God. So there's like a, there's some sort of message there about, you know, I, what what was the note I made that just like, um, you just gotta get through it. Like things get better as long as you, you know, tough it out kind of stuff. Um, what I, you've, uh, yeah, like you've leveled up. No, I'm just looking at my dumb notes where it says like, you've leveled up by this momentary suffering and active endurance. Like, now you can get yourself closer to God. Um, and so then he sees, what, a garden reflected in the light that has a rose yeah. for Mary, for Mary Mother of God, mm-hmm. um, as well as a bunch of other flowers that represent something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like maybe this is a good time to take yeah, a break let's and do just it. be like... We've, I, I, think, I we've had a lot of fun on these long read projects. Um, often because there is, there's some stuff to like grab on and goof on as we talk about why the works are important, and there's there's more room for goofs because th- we also have more room to talk about what is going on. Yeah, right? sure, huh? But I don't know. I think this getting through Paradiso is the first time including the Homer time and Hellboys where I think our reading assignments have felt like homework to me.
0: Oh, sure. Sure. In a
1: way that's like familiar and not <laughs> particularly welcome. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because I know, I just know I'm not, I'm not absorbing it very well. Like I'm, I'm leaning really hard on these, these very good schmoop.com, <laughs> uh, Notes style, you know, summaries of, of what is going on because I'm just not, Well, otherwise I'm not going to be able to come to this with literally anything to say. Like I am highlighting some stuff that catches my eye and then I read these summaries and I realize, okay, I did, you know, I do remember mm -hmm. when they talked about this, but I'm just not this, this book, I feel like takes more work to understand than we typically put in, which is not to downplay the amount of work that we do, but just that (laughs) it's so dense that it's hard to get stuff out of just if you're doing kind of a surface or like surface and one layer down. Read
0: it is it. an, does that make sense? Yeah. It is an illusory work. I said illusory with an a at the front and like, it's, it's mysterious. No, it's well, it is <laughs> that it's,
1: oh, it's, you could reach for it and it
0: disappears. <laughs> it is certainly that, but it is also like, it is laden with, in a way that, um, even like shakespeare some shakespearean verse is very dense with a lot of references right but it is usually still characters speaking to achieve things and to affect the world around them and so much of this is really like dense interesting poetry that does not natu- that does not natu- like doesn't necessarily convey events and we have certainly gotten into it. we feel most comfortable conveying like here's the stuff that happened here's right. what people are doing to each other it's harder for us to be like oh here's this interesting turn of phrase about how god works and then what else yeah. do we say
1: <laughs> well and and like uh, unlike in um in inferno and often purgatorio like there is not so much of the like interesting and unique Language around like what is happening to people or what people are doing
0: that is actually to grab
1: onto like like where you would find that sort of thing in the other books in this you find okay people are too bright for Dante to look at Dante cannot find the words to describe what he's seeing because it's just too like transcendent and beautiful and people bagging on the church and like that's if if you're just gonna do a high level summary there's no people turn into lizards there's no <laughs> butt crying there's no like people walking stooped under the weight of their own pride like there there is none of that yes to grab onto and so i'm finding it harder to discuss Andrew, this stuff. are
0: we then not having the experience that dante himself had in heaven
1: shut up
0: where we are having trouble comprehending what we are reading
1: dang it Man. Did did life just imitate
0: art again? (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) I'm not saying it makes for a more enjoyable reading experience. I'm just saying that, like, I have watched movies that I did not like, and I think the intent was that I was not supposed to like it. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like we are having a similar experience here, where, yeah, because whereas, uh, where we got tripped up in some of the Inferno stuff was. Uh, I think as I coined it in our our chat, like yet another Italian with a grudge, like an Italian Mm -hmm, noble mm -hmm. with a grudge. And we would get a little lost in the history. Here, most of the people we meet, as you said, are just like their faceless souls who are here to like, Some of them are trying to pass judgment on Dante. Some of them we don't even get a name, and there's
1: yeah, and sometimes you need to know like two or three different things to pick up who they are from the identifiers that Dante lays down.
0: So honestly, I actually found you know kind of starting from here on where like literal Jesus shows up. (laughs) <laughs> and, and like, a couple, a person that we're going to meet in a canto or two, like, at least those were people I'd heard of. Like, you know when you watch, remember when Game of Thrones was a TV show we watched and there would be scenes between, like, seventh-tier characters and you're like, which family do they care about? What's their deal? Why are they here? Like, now we're here and it's like the Starks are around. Like, Jesus is a Stark. Is what <laughs> Jesus is Ned Stark is what I'm saying.
1: I thought you were going to be like, this is like that Game of Thrones episode where Ed Sheeran was there for no reason. And that's like when you finally get to where Christ is. He's just this bright bright sun that's outshining everything else around him.
0: Yeah, okay, I buy that. I buy that. <laughs> um, so okay, so we got the guard. So can I move? I think that's. I think that's good because that's going to like bring us home through the next couple things that happen. I
1: just. I also want to say, just as we are mirroring Dante's experience, I think our listeners are probably also mirroring that yes. by finding this podcast less listenable than uh, the ones that we did <laughs> on the Inferno and Purgatory. See, it's all on purpose. Uh
0: huh. <laughs> yeah. um I did just make a note of like the audacity of Dante again writing a story in which he meets Christ and the Virgin Mary because, you know, he's so special.
1: I mean, if you want to talk about that, man, Canto 24, where he meets St. Peter. Yep, Uh uh-huh. And they basically have like a Ben Shapiro (laughs) debate Uh where St. Peter is like, "Mm hmm...
0: Riddle me this, Batman. What is, what is faith? faith? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what does Dante say? He says faith is the... S- yeah, it's sort of... It reminded me of a Star Trek episode I only know because of Futurama where like a space creature puts them on trial, right? That's like a whole thing.
1: Yeah, they ran on the original series into energy beings yes. all the time where- who were very presumably cheap <laughs> effects to create. <laughs> <laughs> who were actually and this is the, the entirety of the next generation is essentially a trial of mankind by q as played by tv's john delancey
0: you know and so yeah that's i've what's seen happening enough here. next generation to know that that makes sense but i haven't seen enough to have ever put that together before okay cool good to know um Peter the puts him on trial, assent- Like it's like a quiz. It's like a really, it's like a SAT for Dante. Yeah,
1: it's a it's a pop quiz. Yeah,
0: about what faith is. He says faith is the substance of things we hope for, and is the evidence of things not seen. And then Peter's like, "Tell me more. Tell me like, how do you really know? How do you- right?" He keeps picking it apart, like a professor in a movie
1: about <laughs> how professors can bring out the innate knowledge of inner city kids or something
0: (laughs) and he does really well i guess um and then uh at the end of it he just he just says what you would expect he says like after he's answered most of the questions, he just, you know, goes to the. I believe in three eternal persons. I believe there's a single essence at once threefold in one, so as to allow agreement both with R and is. The profound truth of God's own state of which I speak is many times imprinted in my mind by the true instructions of the gospel. This is the beginning. This is the living spark that swells into living flame and shines within me like a star in heaven. Like this is him. Like, oh, your father-in-law has really strong opinions about something. Like, you better say the right answer on the first <laughs> time you meet him, or else you're <laughs> going to be in trouble. And then uh, Saint Peter's like, yeah, this guy's good. He's he can come in. I'm going to let him hey, in. Hey, this
1: guy. <laughs> hey, I did. My man Dante.
0: I made a note on this canter that I was just relieved that things were happening. Like a man was testing another man's knowledge
1: right like it's not a it's not like a mind reading monologue thing it, it, it it's not quite like a conversation or a debate but it is a back and forth yes and there's like a way an that obstacle you, that you don't often get like yeah. i don't
0: know what's going to happen i honestly was i never thought like oh dante's not going to get to move on but i didn't know what was going to happen if he answered wrong and it's like if the rest
1: of the Paradiso, if, if so you know how you get to the Sphinx, and the Sphinx asks you three riddles, yeah. and then if you get them right, you get to move on, or yes. just like a riddle, I don't know, whatever. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Most of Paradiso is if, it, it's like if the Sphinx's job was to just tell you a very long story, and then you got to move on regardless with wait, no input.
0: Wait, well, it, well, maybe it's sort of like Legend of the Hidden Temple, and the Sphinx is Olmec. <laughs> <laughs> and he tells you a really long...
1: No, but then Dante doesn't need to go and like put together the Shrine of the Silver Monkey.
0: That was the Inferno. He did it in reverse. <laughs> beat the Temple cards. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Now I'm going to watch the Temple as if it's the Divine Comedy.
1: Do you know that all the busted old Super Mario cartoons are on CBS All Access?
0: I will all not pay for CBS All Access, but I will come mm. watch them at your house when I'm allowed okay. to.
1: When we can do that, when again.
0: we're allowed okay, to do that, again. just letting you know. Okay, thank you. Please do not watch them without me. Um, okay, then we meet who else? We meet two other saints, um, Saint James and Saint John. James wants to talk about hope, John wants to talk about love. Uh, classic James and John, classic you know, James the and John, odd couple. <laughs> um, the thing I want to specifically point out is the part in like when he's talking to John where like Dante goes blind or something is that what happens? I think that's what happens. He like can't see, and he's talking to. He's talking. Is this is like another another
1: thing where he's been like blinded by the by the light, <laughs> heavenly light of yeah. of what's going on up here. Is that I think thing? that's
0: what it is. And John is like, really, but like, tell me about love, though. Um, Oh While I was still bewildered at my loss of sight from the resplendent flame that blinded me, there breathed a voice that caught my ear. Until you have regained the sight you have consumed on me, you will do well to make good for its loss with speech. Which like, hey, I don't care that you can't see. (laughs) Get get talking, bud.
1: I mean, that's Dante's core competency, so I think he's going to be okay.
0: Um, And then John is like, say further if you still feel other chords that draw you to him so that you may declare that the many teeth with which this love does does bite. And I just wrote right reasons next to it. Like, (laughs) do you love God for the right reasons, Dante? And he does go on a whole rant about how he loves him for the right reasons. Um, Everyone's very excited. Uh, And then who shows up, Andrew? Do you remember no, I don't remember the first soul ever made by the first oh, wait, power. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's uh, Adam. Adam, it's the
0: original, the original human. Oh, ancient father of whom each bride is at once daughter and daughter in law. You, Adam, gross. <laughs> uh, why do we
1: need to frame it that way?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Adam hangs out for a while and he like answers Dante's questions about how long he was in Eden which is like seven hours, how long That's so- he was in limbo, which is like 4,000 years or something. I just...
1: I know that the universe, as we've discussed before, is an imperfect vessel, cannot contain all of God's goodness. I feel like God should be able to create something good enough that it can keep for seven hours. I have made... Meals that last longer in the fridge than mankind's like essential goodness. I you made know? bread <laughs> this
0: evening. I will be eating it for at least a week. And on the seventh day I ate more bread. God. Like,
1: what is it? What what have you done wrong? Where where have you gone wrong, God? I feel like I'm in that like WrestleMania where I'm yelling at God. God. When you create a fruit that, one, brings down mankind, and two, lasts longer I- in the fridge than mankind did before <laughs> the fall, <laughs> I can keep an apple in the fridge for a long time. It's true. I can keep an apple in the fridge for so long.
0: I have a bag of apples in the fridge, and I told Laura that we probably need to eat them. And she's like, they've been in there a week. They're good. And I was like, Maybe, I hope so.
1: Yeah, weeks nothing.
0: Yeah. Man invented I mean, the you fridge. Have a, well, when God would you make you, just,
1: <laughs> Man. you know how you make old bananas into banana bread? I just did. yeah. you have like old fruits and vegetables. Like we had some carrots that were still good, but like mm-hmm. they'd started to sprout a little bit. You just peel them bad boys up. You, uh, you steam them, you blend them up real good. It's baby food, baby.
0: Yeah, Henry doesn't know.
1: <laughs> he he doesn't, doesn't know those know. carrots are old. Well he, well, he doesn't know what learned him.
0: What do you think God... He
1: loves carrots. What, what,
0: what is the old carrots that God has turned into baby food for us? Like, what did he mess up that he's making us eat? Ooh, I just... Hmm. Hmm.
1: Interesting. Interesting.
0: I think on That's that. That. some food for thought. Um, know then, my son, I feel Adam I like says, any
1: junk food, like any of the good tasting mm, stuff that is really bad for he us.
0: He didn't mean to make that. That's true. I meant to eat those Tostitos that God did not intend to make. <laughs> no, then my we son Adam it. says that in, in itself the tasting of the tree was not the cause of such long exile. It lay in trespassing the boundary line. So the reason it wasn't the fruit and the eating of it. It wasn't the fruit, it was the fact that he broke God's law, which is like a real well, obviously, fine line. Obviously,
1: like come on, what do you
0: um and they also I, even I know that. <laughs> they also talk a a bit about what language Adam spoke, which, like, in my head, I was like, Dante, why are you wasting your time with Adam talking about this? But the more I think about it, that's a great question.
1: <laughs> like, because well, the whole the thing I know about language, like the biblical story, is the Tower of Babel, right?
0: Well, yes, which is all after Adam. Like Adam right. existed so, like, before it, any of that.
1: Yeah. So does Adam speak the language everybody spoke before they built the tower or is there some other thing or in that seven hours did he and Eve like get together and invent a language or what he what's says he
0: kind of had his own language and no one speaks it anymore and then the tower ruined it anyway.
1: Huh.
0: That's it. That's all he says. Okay. Sure. Um, And then there's like a couple souls like all the all of our like major characters. um like just turn like red and start glowing and they're singing at Dante um and they're getting upset about the bad popes again Peter's going on a rant about Pope I'll need to just calm down Boniface Come the 3rd um the bride of Christ was not nurtured with my blood to serve the cause of gaining gold um people are just upset and then Beatrice kind of leads him into what is called the Prima Mobile, which is the
1: Which sounds like a a uh, reseller of T-Mobile's <laughs> cellular phone <laughs> service. Yes.
0: <that's laughs> yeah. I, like, mm-hmm. I want Prima Mobile. I wonder what kind of service you it's, get up in heaven. Imm-
1: immaculate reception, I bet.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um get it. So then uh He gets one last chance to, like, look down at all the stuff that he... Like, that happened on Earth. Um, Beatrice says, "'Cast your sight below and see how wide a circle you have traveled. Since the last time I looked down, I saw I had traversed all of the arc from the midpoint of the first climb to its end so that on one side I could see beyond Gades the mad track of Ulysses, on the other nearly to the shore where Europa made sweet burden of herself. Uh, More space of this small patch of Earth could I have seen had not the sun beneath my feet now moved a sign and more away." Um and what does he say? Um and if nature or art have fashioned lures of human flesh or of paintings done of it to catch the eyes and thus possess the mind, all these combined would seem as nothing compared to that divine beauty that shone on me when I turned back and saw her smiling face. So he man, he just loves this lady more than earth, and we will forever, our man. She's Dante. so
1: pretty that he can't even look at her when she's smiling. That's so. true.
0: That's true. Um, Beatrice goes on one last rant before we go see God, I guess, um, about how greed is really the, the problem here. Uh, oh greed, it is you who plunge all mortals so deep into your depths that not one has the power to lift his eyes above the waves. The will of man bursts into blossom, but the never ceasing rain reduces the ripening plums to blighted rot. Uh, loyalty (laughs) loyalty and innocence are found in little children only then before their cheeks are bearded both are fled one still babbling observes the fast days who later once his tongue is free devours any kind of food no matter what the month another babbling loves and heeds his mother who later once his speech has been developed longs to see her buried in her grave Uh, so yeah she's just like upset about mankind and she's like Dante we gotta go see the big man And sort all of this out. I presume, I think that's where they're gonna go. I don't know. I haven't read beyond.
1: There's nowhere else to go. I don't know if God has a boss. (laughs) There are a lot of cantos left in this thing.
0: Yeah, that's, no,
1: there's like six, right? I think that's it. Yeah, I mean, we've been meeting kind of a personality per canto for a sure while, sure sure so. sure
0: so like who is left
1: when well, we and we blew past satan like he was nothing so i don't know maybe we'll spend more time with god but one would well, hope seemed like inferno in inferno we spent a lot of time getting to the big boss and then it's kind of anticlimactic after that's
0: that, that's boss design though man like it's hard to make a good final boss that's true because you also know it's the final boss hmm. or do you Or do you?
1: Depends how many final forms the final boss
0: has. That's true. What is God's final form? Can't wait to find out next time on Hellboys. My God. Okay. That's going to be Hellboys this time. Hit us up at at Overduepod.gmail.com if you have thoughts. Twitter.com slash Overduepod. Facebook.com slash Overduepod. If you want to discuss the math of how long Adam was in hell, uh, which is a thing that you can do when you read this book. Um, Andrew, this will be the one that the public hears. So, if folks want to hear more about the show, where should they go?
1: They should go to overduepodcast.com, which is our internet website. Up there, we have links to Apple Podcasts, our Google Play feed, our RSS feed. Always, you can subscribe to the show. We're also in Stitcher and Spotify and all kinds of other places. Um, subscribe to us on Patreon. Craig said that already, probably. I don't
0: know if I did, but well,
1: if you might have heard this earlier if you're a patreon
0: subscriber and when we do and another long reproject you will hear that early yes yeah, so have
1: we announced the next one we yet, have I don't know not if we're ready to talk about it. we have it
0: not yet. no hmm. we got plans though are we we're not ready to talk about it i don't surely. think so not yet
1: okay next time maybe uh yeah and then uh we also have a new listener page let's just throw that one out yeah. again we updated it not too long ago Most people who come to the show seem to find a a book or two that they know, and they find an episode on that, and that's how they get into it. But if you are looking for episodes that we are particularly proud of or enthusiastic about, that is a good way to recommend the show to people. So
0: there you go. Andrew, you you know what we say at the end of every episode of Hellboys?
1: (sighs) I was not thinking about this. We
0: say something that... God or someone said usually
1: our imagination is too crude as is our speech to paint the subtler colors of the folds of bliss (laughs) bye